What's up, everybody? Welcome to Uncommon Grounds, a production of the Quinnipiac University Podcast Studio. This is a podcast about students from our School of Communications. On this episode of Uncommon Grounds, host Chris Roush interviews Neha Sinarine. Neha tells us why an encounter with Pete Rose inspired her to study journalism, and this led to opportunities serving as editor-in-chief of her high school magazine, hosting the radio show What's the Deal on 98.1 WQAQ, and writing stories for various on-campus publications. And as a commuter student, Neha describes her experience taking classes this semester under the COVID-19 guidelines. My name is Mike Bachman, and I'm the producer of the show. I'm also a graduate student in Quinnipiac School of Communications. Our executive producer and director of community programming is David DeRoche. Uncommon Grounds is hosted by Chris Roush, dean of the School of Communications. Hope you enjoy, and thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to Uncommon Grounds. This is a podcast about students at the Quinnipiac University School of Communications. My name is Dean Chris Roush, and joining us today is Neha Sinarine. Neha, thank you for joining us. Hi, I'm happy to be here. How are you today? Good. You're a journalism major, correct? Yes. And uh, you came from Shelton, Connecticut, correct? Yes, I commute to uh, Quinnipiac. A long, you came a long way to go to college. (laughs) (laughs) Why journalism? I think, um, so in high school, I was exploring um, what I wanted to do. And I think it all started when I met Pete Rose when I was 14. You know Pete Rose? I know Pete Rose. Oh, yeah. He's my mother's favorite player. (laughs) (laughs) So I met him in Vegas at like a meet and greet. And um he was like talking to my parents about like what they did and they do like merchandising. And then he looked at me, he was like, you'd be a great doctor. And I was like, absolutely not. And so, um, so I stemmed off of that and I didn't like that idea. And my parents, they're the type of people that let me do whatever I want. Like as long as I loved what I was doing, they're okay with it. So I thought about everything, like all the different subjects I was taking at school. So it came my sophomore year and I was taking like pre-calculus and I was like, this is horrible. And then I was taking chemistry <laughs> and I was like, I can't do this. And then I, then I had like my two strengths, which was like history and English and history is mostly like memorization and I couldn't work at a museum. So I thought about English for a while and I thought about how I like to do, like, I don't like to do what everyone else does. So I wanted to be creative. So I got into journalism because I think the idea of um, writing from different perspectives is really interesting. So I'm happy where I am now with journalism. I'm glad I chose it. So thank you, P. Rose. You sound like my high school. I, I hated calculus and I hated chemistry. <laughs> it was horrible. Oh my god! I like I respect everyone that can do it without like freaking out. <laughs> yeah. Now you were editor in chief of your the student magazine at your high school, correct? Yes, it was called the Gale Magazine. Um, I started writing there for my junior year as a staff writer, and I was assigned different things. And I really wanted to work hard because I knew. So in high school, we have like a capstone project and I want to intern at the local paper. So I worked really hard my um, junior year and I wrote all these fun articles. I wrote like a Black Lives Matter article. I wrote something on like the school play. So I did really hard. And um, by senior year, when it came for applications, I applied as editor chief, but I was kind of like in the position, I was like, if I didn't get it, it's like whatever. But then I got it and I was really excited. And um, it was my ballpark now. So I got to write whatever I want. So I wrote, I feel like one of my best articles is when I wrote about like shamrock shakes. I don't even know what a shamrock shake is. What is a shamrock so shake? McDonald's. So every year during St. Patrick's Day in McDonald's, they come out with a shamrock shake and it's like the green minty shake. Gotcha. And I just wrote how that's like a seasonal staple of St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. 
tell me about your show on WQAQ. You're a host of a show called What's the Deal? Yes. What's that What's that all about? How did you get the idea? So um, I love Seinfeld and I wanted to talk. So I used his running gag and I always pray that, you know, they don't find out and like be like, shut this down, no more. So it's called What's the Deal? And every week I pick a topic. So the last week I had a show it was, what's the deal with pasta? So me and my co-host, um, Emily Fame, we would just sit down and we just talk about it, talk about whatever we want. And sometimes we get a little off topic, but it's okay. And then in between, cause I can't talk for an hour straight, we would like pay, play like 2000s pop music. So I concentrate on one topic every week. So I have to ask, favorite sure. pasta? Favorite pasta? Well, I don't know much about pasta, my host does, my co-host does. So I would have to go with classic spaghetti. <laughs> okay. And what was Emily's favorite pasta? I have no idea. She lifted like so many. She was like, <laughs> my grandma makes this and that. She was making all these shapes. And she was talking about like the like real Italian name. She wouldn't be like bow tie. She would like yeah. name what it actually is. And I was like, all right. All right. I'm going to give you a pasta I want you to try. Okay. Okay. Have you, have you ever heard of gnocchi? Yes. My mom likes that. Your mom likes it. I had gnocchi when I was in Italy three years ago and it just melted in my mouth. Yes. Isn't it like um, potato stuffed? It is. a Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. All righty. I'll give it a try. <laughs> All right. So you also write for the Barnacle. And yes. for people who don't know what the Barnacle is, the Barnacle is Quinnipiac's student parody newspaper. How did you get involved in the Barnacle and, and what are you doing there? <laughs> so, um, it was my senior year of high school and I was like so excited to go to Queen PX. So I looked up on do you to you and I was looking at all these clubs and the type of journalism I want to do, even though like the Barnacles SNL on paper, I want to write more like lifestyle entertainment. So I want to like branch out and write creative pieces, even though they're like hundred percent fake. So I decided to go to a meeting and it was really um, awesome because all the staff, they're really, they're really welcoming. And the only thing about it is like, they don't force you to have an idea. So the way it works is that you pitch headlines rather than you pitch story ideas. So like a headline I wrote, like my freshman year was um, CNN introduces real housewives of presidential mistresses. And then they like critique a little, like maybe you can write about this. And there's like no pressure on how much you can write. So like they're literally looking for like 250 words, which isn't bad at all. So you just spin that idea and go with it. I like how you describe that SNL in print. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're also, you've been writing some arts and life stuff for the Quinnipiac Chronicle, the student newspaper as well. What yes. types of things have you been writing for them? Mostly entertainment stuff, basically on pop culture. Cause that is the branch I want to go into. Um, I wrote like a few weeks ago, um, Adam Sandler, he came out with this Halloween movie, Hubie Halloween that's deemed to be his worst movie ever. And he's right. And um, I really? kinda, my, my son has told me that I have to go watch it, that it's really good. Yes, yeah, don't watch it. It's like, it's watchable. But like, if you critique it, it's like horrible. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I kind of wrote, so I kind of wrote, I was like, yeah, he's right. He did do it. But, you know, um, Adam Sandler, he's a good man. Cause like all his, cause he's the producer of all his movies of Happy Madison Productions. And he always has the same cast. And it's, it's not about him wanting to like win an Oscar. It's about him having fun with his like close friends and everything like that. And we should all respect Adam Sandler. See, now I, I completely forgotten about that movie after my son told me about it. Now I have to go watch it. So, <laughs> so how, did, how did you pick Quinnipiac? 
since you're you're so close by, you know, my kids didn't want to go to college close by. They wanted to get as far away as possible, but you didn't. No. So um, I think I like the conveniency of being home. I like staying with my family and also gives me the opportunity to have a part-time job. So I really like the part where I can like, um, where I can drive to school and after school I can pick up a shift at work. So I don't like being bored. So I really like the part of being busy. So I knew if I lived, if I lived far, maybe I wouldn't have that many opportunities with like transportation and all of that too. And what was it about Quinnipiac that you liked? I really like the um, School of Communications program. Um, I went to like the open houses. I saw like, I think it's the Ed McMahon Center with all the cameras and the green screens and all of that. And I really liked that in the Mac Labs. And then I walked by and then in CCE, I walked by like the podcast studio and I thought that was the coolest thing ever. And also the campus is beautiful. So you can't miss out. Did you look at any other schools? I did. So I applied to four schools. I applied to UConn. I applied to southern and i applied to syracuse and syracuse is very far and very yes, it cold is. yes it is <laughs> <laughs> and um and if you compare like the equipment they have to Quinnipiac, it's the same thing so might as well stay home <laughs> okay you mentioned that your career goal or your goal is to to write about pop culture yeah so give me like uh, a publication that would be a job that you'd like to have or you'd like to work at in five years? The big dream is Cosmopolitan. I love Cosmopolitan. They're so fun and they're not afraid to break the barriers. And I really like that. Okay. You might have to work up to Cosmopolitan. I hope you realize that. That's the big dream. Big (laughs) dream. My other big dream is to be like a briefcase girl for like deal or no deal. So I have like options. (laughs) (laughs) Where is that coming from? Um, I think I watched the show and I was like, I want to be one of those. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Hopefully it's still around. (laughs) Okay. Is it, is it still around? I don't even know. I I, I remember watching it like 10 years ago. I think it's still around. I think I like Google it every now and then to see when the last season was. I think the last season was in like 2019. So there's still hope. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So if not Cosmopolitan and not Deal or No Deal. (laughs) Give me, give me something else. What, what, what would you like to do like right after you graduate? I'd really like to, even if I have to be a staff writer, I would, I would like to work somewhere locally. Um, maybe just to build up experience and stuff like that. Cause I don't mind, like, I understand it takes time to get to the big guns. So um, I do appreciate experience. and I do appreciate um, critiques to build me up and making new connections. So even if I, if I start somewhere small, I can always get somewhere big. That's good to hear. I think one of the biggest issues that a lot of beginning journalists have is understanding that when they get edited, being able to accept that critique Mm -hmm. because that's what is going to make you better. So you mentioned when you were in high school, you wanted to work for the local paper or you were, did you do that? Yes. So I interned at the Shelton Herald and I covered mostly high school news. I covered, um, I think one of my favorite ones is how I talked about, it was a student, he was a grade below me and he entered the Just Dance World Cup competition and he was like eighth in the country. And that was really interesting. So I definitely got, so since I was in the school, it was more easier for me to uncover what were um, students going through. So that's what I did. And I also had um, one of my close friends, even though you're not supposed to write about it, close friends, he went into like professional soccer. So it was really interesting to feature um, students of my high school in that town paper. 
you seem to have a, a situation that is more suited to the pandemic than some of our other students and that you're local. How have you adjusted to uh, taking classes during the pandemic? I think since I commute, it's okay for me to take classes online, like from the comfort from my home because I know there's minimal distractions and I know that could be hard if you have a like a lot of people around you so I didn't mind it I think one of the difficult parts was definitely commuting like so say so Mondays I would have a 12 p.m but then I would have a 3 p.m on campus so I'd really have to like hustle myself to get to school um, because I never know what's on the road whether it's traffic or construction so I think that's a difficult part would be commuting. So um, those classes would be one of those classes where you have to be on campus, whether you're using equipment or software. And what advice would you give for students who may be struggling during the pandemic? That everything passes. And so always take your time because um, at the end, it's, it's always going to be okay. And like, I understand that you may be stressed out, like you have all these classes, maybe you have other priorities, because I think um, people go through every, everything for people are different situations. Like they may have family problems, they might have financial problems, this and that, but I think it's okay to take a breather and relax and make time for yourself because everything will be okay. All right, we are out of time. Neha, I wanna thank you for joining us today on Uncommon Grounds. And if you're not uh, aware, we also have a show on YouTube called Connect with Chris, where I talk to the School of Communications alumni. So please check that out. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. That was Chris Roush interviewing Neha Sinarain, a sophomore journalism major. Uncommon Grounds is hosted by Chris Roush, Dean of the School of Communications at Quinnipiac University. The show is produced by myself, Mike Bachman. A big thank you to Heather Popovics for running social media. And our executive producer and director of community programming is David DeRoche. To learn more about all of our podcasts, visit qu.edu slash podcast. You can listen to our podcasts on the platform or app of your choice. And be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at qupodcasts. If you have a story to share or something you want us to talk about, then find us on social media or you could shoot us an email. That address is qupodcasts at qu.edu. On the next episode of Uncommon Grounds, Chris interviews Raj Doring, a junior public relations and economics double major. And in a world that's shifting under our feet faster than any other era in a lifetime, information and media access are critical. So stay connected, my friends, and we'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.